0: Good morning. We are at the two dots, six lines from the bottom of Dalada days. Said in the Mishnah that if the Kora is more than twenty amos off the ground, you should lessen it. So one way you could do that is by lowering the Korah into the cavity, but if you want to have the Korah still sitting on top of the walls, then another way you can lessen the cavities by raising the ground. Kamara asks. If the Korah was more than 20 Amos above the ground, and you want to lessen the space, how much should you lessen it? If I ask, how much should you lessen it? Lessen it as much as you need to. If it's 21 Amos, then lower, lower it or raise the ground by a little more than one Amon. If it's 22 Amos high, then raise the ground by a little more than two Amos. As much as you need. Ella, rather, the question is, bekama. how wide does the ground raising have to be? In other words, how far into the mavoi do you have to raise the ground? Is it enough just to raise the ground a little bit at the entrance, or do you have to raise the ground some distance into the mavoi? Rav Yosef, Yosef says, raise the ground just a width of one tefach, in other words, under the Korah, the Korah is presumably one tefach wide, and you'll raise the ground under the Korah. Abaye says you have to raise the ground four tefach, a width of four tefachim. Perishai, picture number 24, on the left side of the page, you see the ground raised four tefachim under the Korah and beyond, going into the The Korah was more than 20 amos above the ground, and raise raised the ground under the Korah and beyond, going into the Mavoy, and now it is less than 20 Amos above the ground. So let us say that Rav Yosef and Avaye are arguing about the following. Rav Yosef, who says a tephah is sufficient, holds that you are permitted to carry under the Korah itself, and therefore, since the purpose of the Korah is to be a hekker, to be a visual reminder. It just needs to be a visual reminder of at a place where you can carry. And since you can carry under the korah, where if you are standing there carrying, it is less than twenty amos high for a person who's carrying. Umazama. And the who holds that the ground raising has to extend for t'vachim into the to the m'avoy, he holds that you are not allowed to carry under the korah. And why you're not not allowed to carry under the korah? Because they're also arguing about which end of the korah is it that forms the boundary. Is it the outer end closer to Shusarabim? Or is it the, the inner side, closer to the inside of the mavoy, In the picture, number 24 in the Parish the outer side is the letter Aleph, and the inner side is the letter Bays. Which side is the virtual barrier that closes off the mavoy? So if you hold that the outer edge is the, is the virtual barrier, then you could carry under the Korah. If you hold that the inner edge is the virtual barrier, then you cannot carry under the Korah. Therefore, it's not sufficient to raise the ground under the Korah. You have to raise the ground in the mavoi, in a place where people are carrying. The Gemara says, lo, no, that's not the maklokas. Everybody holds that you're allowed to use, in other words, to carry under the Korah. Ubaha kamipalgi. And this is what the Rav Yosef and Abaye are arguing about. One holds that the korah is only a reminder; it's a heker, and the and the other one holds that the korah is actually a barrier. According to the opinion that the korah is only a heker, so you need a heker at the very edge of the mavoy, a reminder, and therefore it's sufficient that at the very edge of the mavoi, the Korah is within 20 amos of the ground. You only need to raise, just like the Korah is a tephah wide, you need to raise the ground for a width of one tephah to create that reminder at the very edge of the mavoy. But if you hold, like, a baye, that the Korah is viewed as a machitza as actually a barrier. Well, a barrier has to be on a significant space that's four tfachin wide. That's just a rule of mechitzos, that you can't have a machitza something that halachically qualifies as a machitza for a space of less than four fucking wide. But he does not require the korah to be four tfachin wide. That is correct. I mean, we seem to be consistent you would argue that as well. No, if you have a fence around your backyard, is your fence four-talking-wide? Your fence is the machitza, and it's around a space that is four-talking-wide. So, too, the korah, if you view the korah as creating a machitza, then it has to be around a space that's four-talking-wide. How does a korah create a machitza? It's a concept called Ptikra kray sotem. The edge of a ceiling If it has a vertical edge to it, not if it has a sloped edge, but if it has a vertical edge to it, then we say that we view that edge as continuing downward to the ground. So the Korah, since it's a board of wood or a board of something, it has a vertical edge to it, and we view that vertical edge as continuing downward and creating a barrier. I wanted to show you a practical application of this. This is on Randolph Road between New Hampshire Avenue and Route 29. You see two telephone poles and up on top there's a wire that goes right over the top of the telephone pole and likewise at this next pole, the wire goes right over the top. That forms a Tursa pesach. You have a vertical post and a vertical post and the wire that goes over the top of both of them, that forms a Tursa pesach. That is part of our a Except for one problem. A Tursa Pesach you need, you need to be able to walk through. It's a form of a doorway, a doorway you need to be able to walk through. We are standing outside the Eruv, looking towards the inside of the Eruv. The problem is that there's a fence here, and if you are coming from inside the Eruv, you could not walk through this Turs HaPesach because there's a fence here. So what the practical solution is that we are not actually using this Turs HaPesach, we're actually using the fence as the Eruv. But you'll notice that the fence here changes color and the reason the fence changes color is that its drivers, uh, going around this bend on a rainy day, lose control and drive through this fence. When that happens, this fence becomes a pile of rubble, which is no longer qualifies as a mechitzah, but it creates a bit, still creates a barrier that you could not walk through this of Pesach, because there's a pile of rubble there. And you see that the poles are right up against the fence. In order for this to be a valid of Pesach, in a situation where this fence would not be kosher, there would need to be Fort Fachim between the pole and, or actually between the wire up above, and the fence. Because a tzursa Pesach, like a korah for a mavoi, or like a wall, needs to enclose a space that's four wide. The reason we cannot rely solely on the tzursa Pesach here is because there is not Fort Fahim of space between the poles and the the fent, which is the minimum space that's needed for something to qualify as a machitza. It has to have four behind it. That is the principle that comes from this Gemara, as well as other Gemaras, that in order for something to qualify as a machitzah, it needs to have four t'pachim behind it. We're on the one, two, three, four, fifth line. Or, if you wish, you could say that everyone agrees that the korah is a heker, a, a reminder, not a machitza. This sort of gets at Howie's point about consistency. Uh, Rav Yosef holds that the heker below, where you're raising the ground, needs to be the same as the heker above. Avaye holds that the heker below is not the same as the heker above. Uh, Rav Yosef holds if one tepach is sufficient above, then one tepah should be sufficient below. And Avaye holds that there's no such rule, and you need a space below that's a significant space, which is four tepach wide. Or if you wish, you could say, Or you could say that everyone agrees that the heker below should be like the heker above. And really, according to the letter of the law, one tepah wide is sufficient. However, what's going to happen? People are going in and out of the Mavoy, they're trampling on the ground, and if you make it only one tepach wide, before very long it's not going to be one tepach wide anymore. And therefore, the Abaye says make it four tephah wide to protect it from being trampled and being lessened. Why four tephah? Why not two We have a general rule in halacha that when we talk about numbers... There are just certain numbers we talk about and certain numbers we don't talk about. So one tefach is a significant number for many halachic purposes. Four tefachim is a significant number. Two tefachim is not a significant number. It's just not a number we talk about. So once you say one tefach is not enough, we move it up to another significant number, which is four tefachim. The Gemara continues. Hayaf me'asara tefachim v'chakak v'asara Cake. So we learned that just like the Korah cannot be more than 20 amos high, it cannot be less than 10 t'fachim above the ground. What if it is less than 10 t'fachim above the ground, and you want to excavate in the ground to create a space of 10 t'fachim? How much should you excavate? So the Gemara asks, cake. How much should you excavate? As much as you need. Rather, the question is, how deep into the Mavoy does the excavation need to go? Rav Yosef Amar Rav Yosef says, for Tvachim. Abaye Amar Arba Amot. Abaye says, for Amos. Look at picture 25 in the high. So you see the excavation going in a depth into the Mavoy, where the letter Aleph is. And according to Rav Yosef, that distance into the mavoi before you get to the step upwards is four tachim. And according to Abaye, it's four amos. Gemara continues: Let's say that Abaye and Rav Yosef are arguing about the teaching of Rav Ami and Rav Asi. Itmar. If the Mavoi wall broke on its side towards the front, like picture number 26 in the parish high, where you see that the side wall of the Mavoi is broken open, It was said in the name of Rabbi Ami and Rabbi eser. If the part of the wall that is still standing near the entrance of the Mavoi is four t'vachim wide, then you can have an opening on the side of the mavoy up to ten amos wide. The im and if the part that's still standing is not four t'vachim wide, then pachot mishlosham matir, shlosha matir. Then, if the opening where the wall broke is less than three t'vachim wide, it's permitted, and if not, it's and if not, it's not permitted. Three t'vachim is the measurement of lavud. So if the opening would be less than t- three T'vachim, looking at picture 27 in the Parish high, where the letter Bez is, that's the opening. If that's less than three T'vachim, then we view the wall as if it's continuous, and it's lo- the two parts are lovewood. So then the part that's standing with the Aleph in picture 27 does not need to be four T'vachim, but if... The opening is more than three. Then, going back to picture twenty-six, it can be open up to ten amos if the part that's standing near the front of the mavo is four t'vachim wide. The Rav Yosef, it lay the Ravi Ami. Rav Yosef holds like Ravi Ami that a depth of four t'vachim into the into the mavo, because if you go into the through the front of the mavoi where the opening is supposed to be, then you have a standing wall of four t'vachim Rabbi Yosef holds like Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Asi, and therefore he says that when you're trying to create a space under the Korah, it needs to go fort Tvachim beyond it to create a viable mavoy. In other words, a viable mavoy is fort and just like Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Asi say, so too Rabbi Yosef says. And mavaye, lightly to Rabbi Ami, and avaye does not hold like Rabbi Ami that a viable mavoy is only fort Tvachim deep, he requires a viable mavoi to be for almost deep. Abayi would say to you, no. There, Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Asi are talking about the end of a mavoi, and I'm talking about the beginning of a mavoi. doesn't mean the physical end and physical beginning, but rather, Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Asi are talking about where you already have a mavoi, and you're trying to preserve it. And I'm talking about where you're trying to create a mavoi, a kosher mavoi for carrying. Because when the Korah was put up, it was not ten fachim above the ground. You never had a mavoi in which you could carry in the first place. You're now trying to create one for the first time. That needs a more substantial space in order to be recognized as a, as a usable mavoi it needs a more substantial space than just four t'vachim. it needs to be four Amos. So, in if you have four Amos, yes, you've created a Mavoy, and if not, not. Amar Abaye, Abaye says, how do I know this? Tutanya, because we learn of Raysa, A Mavoy cannot be permitted to carry in using the leniency of placing a lechi or a korah at the opening unless it has houses and chatseros open to it. it. Needs to have two chatseros with two houses each. The Eve, the dalad, if your entire mavoi was only four T'vachim wide, or long, rather, mm-hmm. How would you have two chatseros with two houses opening into the mavoi? If you look at picture 28 in the Pereshchai, so you have the entrance to the mavoy in front of you, and the whole mavoy is only four t'vachim deep, how are you going to have two chatseros with two houses opening into it? An opening, by definition, is four t'vachim, so you're not going to have any side walls to the mavoi, because the entire sidewall is going to be openings, so you don't have a mavoi. And therefore, it can't be that a mavoy can be only four t'vachim deep. And if you say, you'll put the doors in the middle wall, meaning the back wall, that the side walls will be fort vachim deep, and you'll have the two openings to the two hatzeros in the back wall, which will be of any length you want it to be. The Mavoy is fort vachim deep and very wide, like picture 29 in high That can't be. i Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman said, Naktinan, we hold. We've had the word Naktinan before. I've always wondered, I, I don't know the answer, why Rashi will sometimes explain a word that's appeared many times before in Shas. We'll suddenly explain it now. So Rashi says that Naktinan means we have a tradition from our ancestors and the minhag of Raboteinu. That's what the word Naktinan means. Mesorat mi'aboteinu, minhag mi'raboteinu. It's a tradition from our fathers and a, and a custom or a way of acting from our Rabayim. So what is it that that we have a tradition about? That ezu mavoi, what is a mavoi? Lechy, the Kora, which becomes permitted with a lechi and kora. or It must be longer than it is wide. ubatim And it must have uh, two chatseros with two houses each open to it. So the mavoi in picture 29 would not qualify for treatment with a lechi or kora because it's not longer than it is wide. It's actually wider than it is long. So therefore, uh, Avaye says, I know that a Mavoy cannot be only four Deep. It's impossible to construct such a Mavoy which would satisfy the requirements of becoming fit to carry in with a, just a Lechi or Korah. And what would Rav Yosef answer? The that you make the openings to the chatzeros in the corners. Our concern was, looking at picture 28, that there are no sidewalls, because the, the, the mavoi is only four t'vachim deep, and a the definition of an opening to a chatzer is also four t'vachim, so you have no sidewalls. But Joseph says, yes, you do. Looking at picture number 30 in the parish high, if you put the sidewalls at the corners of the mavoi, then you have a little bit of wall going down the side of the of the Mavoy, and then the doorway encompasses both part of the side and part of the back. And the same thing on the other side of the Mavoi. And you and you satisfy the requirement to have four Tvachim of depth with two doorways to Hatzeros of four Tvachim wide as well. Am Abaye says, another proof Minaminala How do I know that Fort Fahim is not sufficient depth for a Mavoi, Damar <speaking in Hebrew> Rami Barhama, Ammar Rahuna, because Rami Barchama said that Rahuna said, Lachi Habolate Mi Dofnosha Mavoy Pachot me'ar ba'amot, Nidon Vishum Lachi. If a Lachi sticks out from the walls of the Mavoi, Lachi is placed perpendicular to the Mavoy, looking at picture thirty two in the Parishai, on the left side of the opening, called instead of a Korah, you could use a Lechi to place a vertical visual reminder instead of a horizontal visual reminder. So this Lechi is sticking way out from the side of the mavoi. If it's the amount that sticks out is less than four Amos, then it's considered a Lechi. And you don't need another Lechi to make the mavoi kosher. But if the lechi sticks out four amos or more, the then the lechi itself creates a mavoi that is the space behind the lechi if you go in to the mavoi and turn left. So you have there another mavoi because you have a wall that's four amos long and it creates a mavoi perpendicular to the main mavoi that we're looking at. So you see that the definition of the side wall of a mavoi is four Amos, not four T'pachim. For Rav Yosef, and what would Rav Yosef answer? <laughs> Rav Yosef says that the two concepts are not necessarily related. It's true. Something can be a Lechi up to four Amos. That doesn't exclude the possibility that something could be the wall of a mavoy when it's only four T'pachim long. They're, they're, they're two different concepts, and I don't, I hold they're not necessarily, or they're not connected with each other. And therefore, Rav Yosef says, the depth of a mavoi could be only four trachim. Gufa, Amra Rami Barchama Amar Rahuna, we are now will discuss that statement of Rami Barchama that rafuna said, Lechi Abolet Midofno Shel Mavoi, if the lechi sticks out from the side of the mavoi, turning the page, Pachot ba Bama, less than four amos nidon mishom lechi, it has a din of a lechi itself. And you don't need another lechi to permit it. It's there. It's available for use as a lechi. Even if it was not put there as a lechi, it was put there by the construction company that built the Mavoi as a wall of a Mavoi. It wasn't put there to be a lechi. We hold that you can use existing features for lechis our entire Eruv is made of existing features, like the sound wall on the beltway, which wasn't put there for, to be a mechitsa for the Eruv, or the telephone poles, which we use to make a service of Pesach. They were not put there, not put there to make an Eruv, but you can use existing features. I do want to point out that in modern terminology, Eruv terminology, we actually mix up some language. In the Mishnah and the Gemara, the term lechi refers to a vertical post which is placed at the opening of a mavoi. When you have a Tsurasa Pesach, which consists of two vertical posts and a horizontal on top of them, in modern terminology, they refer to that as a lechi. In the Mishnah and Gemara, that is never referred to as a lechi. That's referred to as a kaneh the post on the side, board on the side. You do use the word lechi very loosely. I just want to point it out so that we don't have confusion as we go through the Gemara. The Gemara uses the word lechi differently. So I said, I before called the telephone pole a lechi in proper terminology. That's called a kaneshe b'tzido, a, a post or a board that's on the side of a tzuras But in any event, we hold that a lechi that w- is there on its own and wasn't put up for purposes of being able to carry is still a valid lechi. And therefore, this wall, even though it was put there by the construction company because the architect thought it looked nice, you can rely on it for a lechi if it is up to four Amos wide. Dalat Amot, but if it is four Amos wide, Nidon mishum Mavoi, then it is considered a Mavoi. You need a different lechi to permit the Mavoi to carry in. A careful reading of Rashi shows that the Gemara doesn't mean that The space behind this board is actually a mavoi that would need its own lechi to allow you to carry in it. It just means that since four amos is a significant space which could create a mavoi, therefore it cannot be used as a lechi. And you need a different lechi in order to permit carrying. Where should you put that other lechi? If you would just put the lechi on the end of the existing protrusion, it just looks like you are extending the protrusion further, and it's not recognizable as a lechi. We will have a discussion later whether the purpose of a lechi is to serve as a virtual mechitza, or whether the purpose is to serve as a heker, a reminder. The Tosfos points out that even the one who holds that it's a mechitsa, still holds it has to be recognizable. And if you just add to the wall, then it's not recognizable. Amrach um, Papas, or Papas says, what should you do? put it on the opposite side, like in picture 32, the letter Aleph you have a, le- a lechi on the opposite side of where the protrusion is. Rav Huna, the son of Rav Yoshua, says, and this is a different person than the Rav Huna that we had a few lines ago, and that will be significant in the Gemara shortly. Even if you say that you should put the lechi on the existing protrusion, make it bigger, or make it smaller, and Rashi says it means make it taller, make it shorter, make it wider, make it narrower, so that it will... Be recognizable. Amravhuna b'radu Rav Yeshua. Huna b'radu Rav Yeshua said, "When is this necessary? Lo Amron el That's only if the mavoy itself is eight amos or more wide. Haval b'mavoy shivani targumayim rebella parutz. If the mavoy is only seven, meaning less than eight, could be seven and a half, then you don't need a lachy at all, because you have this wall." that protrudes out from the side of the lehi, four amos. And then you have an opening, which is less than four amos. We have a principle that says, Omed parutz, If you have more standing than opening, you have a wall. So this mavoi has four walls. It doesn't need a lechi or a korah at all, because at the front it has a wall, where more is standing than open. And therefore, no lehi or korah is required. How do I know this? By a Kalvachomer from a chater. Ma shinani ter mikora a chater which cannot be fixed with a lechi or korah. If the chater would break open to rishus the wall of the chater would fall down so that it would be open to Rosh Rabim, It would not be sufficient to put a lechi or a korah at that opening. Nevertheless, but it becomes permitted if more is standing than open. So a mavoi, which has a leniency of being permitted with just a lechi or a korah, certainly it's permitted if there's more standing than open. So Gemara says, the Gemara says, that's not necessarily a good kavachomer, by a we permit an opening of up to 10 amos. If the wall breaks an up to 10 amos, it's still kosher. If you have omed, rubella paruts, you have more standing than open. Would you say the same thing regarding a mavoy, where the maximum opening you could have, if the wall on the side would break down, the maximum opening you could have? would be four Amos. So you see that a Mavoi and a Chatzar are not comparable. Gemara answers, Kassavah <laughs> Rav Huna, of Rav Yeshua, Mavoi, Nami, Pertzatot, B'Eser. Rav Huna, Braid of Yeshua holds that by a Mavoi also, if the side wall breaks down, it could be up to ten Amos and still be considered enclosed. Gemara asks, Laman kamrina on the Rav Huna, Whose opinion are we trying to explain Rav Huna's, The back, the bottom of Amar Aleph, at the, after the two dots, we said, Gufa Amar Rami Barchama Amar Rav Huna. Rami Barchama said that Rav Huna said, V'ha Rav Hunah Pirsato Vidalot Sviraleh. And we know from elsewhere, coming up on Davav, that Rav Huna holds that an opening on the side of a Mavoy can be only four Amos, not ten. Rav answers, Rav Hunah, of Yeshua, Tamei D'Naf Rav Huna, of Yeshua, is stating his own opinion. We assumed he was coming to explain the opinion of his Rebbe, Rav Huna. No, he argues with his Rebbe, Rav about that point, And he holds that an opening on the side of the Malvai, if the wall breaks, it's allowed to be up to ten Amos, not just four Amos, like Rav said. Ravashi Amar Ravashi says, even if the opening is exactly eight, nami still don't need a lachi. So No matter how you look at it, it comes out with the same result. There's no good English translation for manafshach. I used to translate it translated as as what do you want? Literally, that's what it means. What do you want? Like, what do you want from me? No matter how you look at it, it comes out the same. Still not really an adequate English translation. omei, omei nafish. <inaudible> If you have a wall that's four Amos wide inside an opening that's exactly eight Amos wide so there are three possibilities either it's exactly eight Amos and the wall is exactly four Amos or it's actually just under eight Amos or the, or the wall is a little bit more than four amos, or the wall is a little bit less than four amos. So no matter how you look at it, you're okay. Because, if the standing part is more than the open part, made then the mavoy becomes permitted because there's more standing than open. And if the open part is more, in other words, if the wall is is actually 3.99999, not 4, then it's a valid Lechi. My Amrat, what are you going to say? That they're actually exactly the same? A human being is not capable of measuring that to elsewhere in the Gemara, but we are assuming EF Charlotte some same. It is impossible to be precise in measurement. So what are you going to say that actually here it came out exactly, that the opening was exactly 8 Amos and the wall was exactly for Amos? Well, we don't really know that. Haveli safeq mid-Ibrahim, the safeq ibrahim It's a safeq drabanan, and the safeq drabanan were lenient because the whole concept of closing off a mavoi is drabanan. As I mentioned in the introduction to the masachet, the mavoi itself is a reshusa yachid, midoraisa because it has three walls. It's only the rabbanan who required you to put something on the fourth side. So it's a Suffolk Dravonan, a Suffolk Dravonan, lakula, Have a very good Shabbos.